This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. In the meantime, I want to speak to Jamie DeLarge because it's another busy day for Theresa May, or a busy night coming up for sure. Jamie, good morning. Morning, Frank. Theresa May, busy night tonight, big night tonight. Uh, some suggestion that it's a begging bowl and she'll have to wait outside the room while the big people make the decisions. A bit embarrassing for her if we listen to everything that the DUP leader is saying. Or does she have a, a trick up her sleeve? I don't really think so. I mean, she's looking, as we know, to get the extension to June 30. Um, Donald Tusk, President of the European Council, says... Um, that he really wants it to be up to a year with his flextension. In other words, if she gets a withdrawal agreement through, uh, they can leave earlier than that. And and practically what it means is they get uh, a deal through uh, during the course of one month, they can leave at the first day of the next month. So that's what he's angling for, and I reckon that he's likely to have more sway over... um, uh, the members of the European Council and Theresa herself. It it's, uh, requires uh, unanimous agreement, and I would have imagined that he will he will get what he wants. French are a bit unhappy. Um, they're concerned that um, that if uh, the UK continues uh, uh, and uh, within the EU and takes part in the elections, which will have to happen if we're still there by the end of May. Uh, that that it could end up disrupting business, and they they'll likely put on some perhaps humiliating conditions. Um, so in other words, they say you can have your extension; it will be up to a year. Um, but here's what you'll have to do uh, to earn it, and that might mean uh, you know so, some further embarrassment for Theresa and having to agree two things like um, not not disrupt. Essentially what they're saying is, um, and, and what has been required is, not to disrupt the functioning of the EU institutions. Now, she wouldn't want to do that, uh, but, but there is obviously the possibility that, and the very distinct likelihood, that she wouldn't be in charge and that there might be somebody like Boris Johnson. And so you can see why you can see why they want to um, make sure that they have everything, uh, all their ducks in a row before they'll agree any extension. So no, I don't think she will get what she wants. I think she'll have to take with her offering. Would a number of pro-Brexit MEPs be able to cause bother during that year? Well, geez, that's just exactly what uh, what the French are, are worried about. And I'm sure that, in, in, in truth, they're not alone. Now, they, they would be swamped by the other members, uh, the other MEPs. Having said that, um, there's a lot of 
anti-Brussels uh, sentiment in, in a number of the continental countries. Uh, that's likely to mean uh, people re- returning uh, to the parliament or coming uh, from these countries um, and having a sort of a like-minded uh, approach to uh, Nigel Farage. And, you know, together, yes, not, not, not the, the UK MEPs, Brexit-minded MEPs on their own, but an alliance, let's say, with these others, discontented people, malcontents, if you like, maybe that's too strong a word, probably is, uh, but in, the, in a sense that they, they will then together c- cause problems. And the EU has plenty of business to be dealing with. I mean, it, 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 it's not as if once it fixes Brexit, that's it. Um, there are all sorts of issues that it has to concern itself with and reform itself to move forward. And you can imagine how um, some, some people in there creating problems and a, perhaps a new prime minister in the shape of Boris Johnson not helping things uh, for them. So we, 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 we'll, see, we'll see what happens, but I, I, that's why I come back to that point about, you know, that the, the, they will attach conditions. She's going to try and convince them that there is a plan between her and Jeremy Corbyn. There's not, there's not much sign of that yet. No, there's not. I, I, you know, a lot of people seem to think this is almost like a, a pointless exercise. Uh, Jeremy Corbyn um, is uh, comes from a very, from the very, as we know, from a very left wing element uh, in in the Labour Party, and 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 that element for decades has been anti the EU. They see it as a capitalist club. So it's, it's so while many Labour uh, supporters, many Labour MPs are very much pro-EU. Jeremy Corbyn's not in that category. Uh, and he's, you know, he's sort of, he would be, he would be in that sceptical, um, very left-wing grouping that, that, you know, has huge reservations. So I genuinely think he probably is trying to get some sort of agreement with Theresa May, who actually is not uh, a Brexiteer, but has ended up in that camp um, um, because she thinks that's what she has to do to, to fulfil the democratic mandate that she was handed in the um, uh, in the referendum, but so so, but, so in other words, they, they they have a genuine motivation to get to, to to cobble together some arrangement. It's just if you were to put two people, just like two people from those parties, that would be not less likely to um, um, uh, to to come to sort of agreement. You, you you'd be stuck. I mean, they just. You know, temperamentally, you can't see them sort of working this out together. You could imagine a Ken Clark, uh, let's say, for the Conservatives, and coming together with, I don't know, perhaps uh, uh, Hillary Benn, and they could probably cobble together a deal. But those are not the two that are going to be in the, uh, that are the key figures. So, but I, I wouldn't discount, I wouldn't discount some sort of agreement at some point between them, because... I, I, I don't think it's in anybody's interest to be in this half in, half out uh, in the case of flextension. I don't think anybody wants that. Okay. Um, the Brexiteers obviously don't, but and, and I don't think anybody else fancies it, except that they want to just stay in the EU uh, come what may. Okay, just very briefly, do you feel some sympathy for her? She'll go in tonight at six o'clock. She'll make her pitch to all those uh, leaders. Uh, she'll then have to leave the room. They'll sit round and eat dinner and discuss uh, what she said and how to respond to her. You know, where does she go? She go. 
does she go out and sit in the kitchen? You know, where, 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 where? <laughs> you out. Maybe like those people, you know, you see, you know, fewer and fewer of them, it seems like, standing outside a building, you know, having a fag, you know, in a wee, in, <laughs> in the doorway, you know. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't think she smokes, but, but you just you imagine, uh, sort of metaphorically, she's in that doorway huddling, with a few other people um, and having a wee saying like, oh, how do you think it's going on in there? Do you think we have a chance? Takes another drag. You know, she's, she's, she's sort of, yeah, so it's, it's, not, it's not really very, um, it, it's not really where you want your prime minister to be, you know, uh, standard. But that, that's where, you know, conditions of circumstances have placed her. I have a lot of sympathy for her. I mean, she's, you know, she's just not a negotiator. Um, she's not a person and, and she's not suited to, to the role she's she's been given but uh, i mean i don't know that anybody would have done brilliantly well i mean look at those indicative votes they were going to sort of like, give it to parliament parliament will decide these things parliament's responsibility they'll come up with a solution they didn't so i mean you know so so who is the the, the person that would sort of bring everybody together and in, in a common view i don't know that they even exist one final question before we do head up to the news, Jamie. Just a, a couple of minutes on this one. Uh, Debenhams, um, you know, where you and I, we basically put them on their feet. They're in, they're in difficulty now. Yeah, well, they've got across the UK something like 166 stores, five in Northern Ireland, I believe. 50 expected to close. That's that's a number that that's been that's been suggested. Um, you know, that one in three. Would you expect something to happen in Northern Ireland? Well, on on the, you know, just looking at the odds, you might think that there, there two could go here. Um, but, but like you know, that that's that's not actually it's not it, it isn't done by chance. It's not done by throwing a, a pair of dice. Nevertheless, you would wonder whether all the stores here would survive. Um, it's it's we've been through that's the the, the 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 problems that department stores, all department stores are having these days. I think this is irrelevant. I just picked this up. Uh, a third of department stores in England and Wales have disappeared since 2010. I mean, we're not having to go back uh, you know, 50 years. A third, one in three, has gone across the water in, in the last eight or nine years. I mean, that's staggering. It is, it, is, it is staggering, but I have to say, I, I put a picture up on Twitter about two months ago. I was in Debenhams in Belfast, and I counted. And I, I was just killing half an hour waiting on a friend. And I counted the number of people, and I counted the number of mannequins. And there were more mannequins in Debenhams on a Thursday afternoon than there were people. And, you know, that's, that's not good. No, it's not. I thought you were going to say... Like Brian Hanrahan, I counted them in. I, counted them in. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I can sometimes lead a very boring existence. You know, you talk about Theresa May <laughs> outside the meeting with a fag. <laughs> she could do that. She could go to the local department store and count the mannequins. <laughs> we are out of time. We are out of time. Okay. Cheers, James. Right. Thank you. Bye. What's the oddest thing you've ever done when killing time waiting on a friend? <laughs> uh, do let us know. We could fill 15 minutes with that. Uh, 028-90-333-105-077-66-105-105. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.